Hello, hello, this is Mr. Authentic 838, and we are back with another episode of the Unpacking Podcast. What is going on, my good people? What is going on? Um, well, first off, Happy New Year's. I don't know if uh, we spoke on New Year's. I actually did a podcast that day, but our audio messed up, and so I had to take it off, and I got to re-record that episode. Oh, I got Christopher Robbins with me. How you doing, my man? My bad. Yo, yo, yo. What up? It's all good. It's all good. Go ahead and get them thoughts out, my bro. Man, it's a lot. It's a lot. I got a lot to unpack today, y'all. Okay, so um, last year, if you guys don't remember, I was always talking about everything that was going on with my mother and her mental health. I finally got her in a group home so everything is finally getting everything now my stress is you know most of my stress is gone so amen to that um i got everything switched over everything ready to go so now uh, i can actually take a breather so uh you know i talk a lot about mental health but i don't think people understand how how difficult it is when you're dealing with the person that had that has the mental health issue. And so today man, I don't even know, I'm just going to name this podcast as the unpacking. This will be the legit first episode for this year and whatever. So when my mom in the last couple of years uh well, actually, yeah, maybe a little bit longer than that. I kind of started seeing signs of just something wasn't right. You know, uh, her mood swings, um, different things like that. Uh, for those who may not know, my mother has an intellectual disability. So she gets an uh, SSI check for that. She's been getting it as far as I've known. Uh, when we were young, my grandfather got her on that because she was in special ed and all these different things like that. And it wasn't, and my mom, she's a very, she's one of those type of people that learns from watching different things. I think it would be called a kinetic learner. And the more she watches and she pays attention to different things, she's learned how to cope and deal with, you know, and then she's always raised us to be pretty good, pretty good dude, decent dudes and whatever. At to her best ability or whatever. I think she did a pretty good job with me and my brother. You know, me not much on the crazier side as my brother, but... <laughs> and um, the thing is, now my mom, my mom lost her mom and then lost her dad. And they never really explained why she was on... Oh, why she had SSI. Now, I just recently, I already figured by watching as I got older that she had an intellectual disability and certain things like that. So I peeped game on that and whatever. So I figured the reason why she was getting SSI is because of that reason there. Now, her mind starts deteriorating and, you know, she started showing signs of bipolar and whatever. And, um... I started seeing the signs a couple years ago when she was in California and whatever, but 
I was just like, well, I need to get myself together first before I can actually help her. And I might just be tripping, you know? So I kind of ignored it a little bit then when I probably should have started trying to do things then. Because now it's already to the point where now I had to get things done quick because it was already too late. So my advice for people that are dealing with people with a mental health issue, if you start seeing the signs early, man, just go ahead and just start trying to get them some help then. They'll fight it, of course, because in their mind, they don't see anything wrong with it. So they feel like they're perfectly fine. And that's how my mom feels. She feels like there's not an issue and there's not a problem. So everything is good that I'm tripping. But she does. She's not aware of her. She's not aware of her mental health and her mind slipping away. So it's easier to to deal with them to understand it when you catch it earlier than when I deal with my mom because at this point Nana was already too late so I got her moved down here and I got her own apartment all that stuff squared away but she kept having those episodes and the episodes got worse and worse and worse to the point where she ended up losing her apartment so I had to put her in a hotel room till I could try to find a different means I was trying to get her and I already hear you I hear people in my man put her in a nursing home put her in a nursing home well let me explain that so this all of this goes back to when I say family secrets is bullshit. Would you agree, Chris? Most definitely. You need to know about all that that's going on with you your family. You need to know. Whether it's mental health or, you know, just some issues in general. You, you kind of need to know a little bit about what's going on. Right. So, the family secret was that um, well, well, I already knew that she was on an intellectual disability and I figured that out, right? But I didn't know that she showed signs of mental health and that she uh, was, well, not, di- she was never diagnosed with intellectual disability. They just gave her an SSI check because she had, she was in special ed and was having special, uh, needed special needs in school. So they applied for it and she received it then, but technically never gave her a diagnosis on it. So, how that works is, um, when you're going into a nursing home, having a diagnosis will be considered a medical need for you to be uh, received into the facility. But my mom didn't have any diagnosis on any of those things, and I didn't know that at the time. So, when I was trying to put her in there... You know, they wasn't accepting her, but they also wasn't accepting her neither because my mom's aggressive and uh, she had a lot of police reports from when she got kicked out of that apartment. She was threatening people and things like that. Paperwork, it looked bad, even though she's never physically put her hands anywhere on anyone. The threats and the police reports and all of that that they had to you know report to these people made it look worse. So she was a liability to everyone else at those facilities, so they didn't want to take her. So I was like, Jesus Christ. Man, I applied at like probably 15 different nursing homes, and every single one of them said no. Now, my mom's also a high diabetic. There's a real diet. She's a diabetic, and that's from my grandma's side and whatever. And um, so her sugar is really, really bad, and she's overweight, 
and I'm trying to help her lose weight and get her diabetes under control. But when she lost, and I had it under control when she was in her apartment, when she lost her apartment, I had to put her in a hotel. And then that made things harder because then I'm paying for this hotel room every month and every day. And I'm trying to get her to eat certain things, but you can't eat what you want to because you can't cook. There's no, you know what I mean? And even though my wife would cook and I bring food over there, she's all the way across town. So I'm doing a bunch of ripping and running on top of working and trying to apply for different places and whatever. So then we ended up going to group home, the group, uh, the group home route try to get her in there however um they needed proof that she had a mental health disability or a uh and need proof that she had a intellectual disability so i had to get her evaluated through a psychiatrist and a psychologist for her to get evaluated on mental health and intellectual disability so i had to set up appointments for that because if you don't have a diagnosis on either one of those things, you have to go to a psychologist or a psychiatrist to get evaluated so they can determine on IQ level for intellectual disability and if you're mentally ill and whatever. So we had to set up appointments for that. It took us a little while to get her in because, you know, things were just booked between the holidays because she ended up losing her apartment in October. You know, so I started immediately going to nursing homes and they kept denying us. And then when I found out about all this other stuff rolled into Thanksgiving, then Christmas, and I'm working around holidays and the New Year's hit. So it was just crazy, man. It was just like a bunch of different things back to back that I was just trying to figure out how to go and cope and deal with. Uh, trying to deal with our insurance and figure out what they pay for, what's in network, what's not in network. <clears throat> and the Star Plus program. If you are not aware of that, the Star Plus program is for people that have mental illnesses and they can also help you try to find uh, group homes that are in your insurance's network. Because if you have SSI, you automatically qualify for Medicaid and Medicaid can pay for a lot of the prescriptions that that person that is going through whatever the situation is needs. <clears throat> so... We finally applied to different group homes, and uh, those most of those. Well, actually, after we got the psychologist, they finally diagnosed. We didn't give her a diagnosis, but they were able to. Uh, well, actually, they gave us a diagnosis on her intellectual disability, and they also gave us a diagnosis that she was bipolar. So we were able to move her into a facility. And that's where we're at right now. So thank God, thank God, thank God to that. And I mean, it was just a lot. And it was like every, and when you're dealing with that type of stuff, it seems like there's always a roadblock to something, you know? But the biggest advice I can give you, give everybody is if you're dealing with someone with a mental health and you don't know where, what and how, take them to see a psychologist and a psychiatrist. Psychiatrists for uh, mental health and psychologists are for intellectual disability. If you're unsure on which one, take on them both. Set up an appointment through their insurance, and then you can move forward from there. That's your first place you need to go is to see them because they can open doors into where you can go next. Because without those, though, without them seeing them, man, it's a roadblock. <sighs> Because people can deny them. 
And if they show signs of being aggressive, you know, that right there is also a no-no. So <clears throat> just beware and be mindful of all that different things. I seen a man today at a, uh, on the, on the side of the road and whatever. And we see him around all the time. And, um, my wife was like, yeah, that man, he's, he's, a." uh, she said, he's just went to, he's been in the war. So his mind is just gone. And he was just showing signs of, he got PTSD and showing signs of, uh, mental health issues or whatever. She was like, and her family and them just couldn't do anything with him, so they just let him go, and he's been living out here on the streets. And I was like, dang, that's just messed up, you know, that people would do that. And then my my grand my uh, my father said, like, no, nah, it's not that people. He said, but you got to understand for the times and the days that people like that back in the days, we knew that people had mental illnesses and mental problems and stuff like that, and we wanted to help. But when they get to a certain point, you can't take care of them. You have to let them go. And he said, and the thing is, even though those programs were out there, those programs wasn't meant for black people. He said, so we couldn't afford to take him to a psychologist or a psychiatrist. He said, because those programs weren't set up for black people and where black people could afford them because they were also struggling and living on low income. So then you either have to take care of them yourself or they just go off and go on into the world. And worst case scenario, they either get locked up in jail or they end up getting killed. And he said, and for some people's better health, it's probably best that you let them go to jail because they'll get better services in jail for mental health issues than you would out here in the free world because most black uh, families can't afford it. You know, and I didn't really think about that at the time because what he was saying was right. And it sucks that, you know, well, it's good. It's gotten way better now because of, uh, you know, Medicaid and uh, stuff like that. You know, and the government now pays for more, you know, the government assistance and everything like that. Because if it wasn't for that, there'd be a lot more people out here with mental health issues and intellectual disabilities that would be struggling, you know. And then those are the type of people that end up going to jail and getting locked up in a system or whatever for whatever the case is. But like my pops was saying, he was just like, man, for some for some people, it's probably best to just get them arrested and send them to jail and call adult adult protective services on them because those services will actually be able to do more good than what you could ever do if you can't physically if you can't financially support it or take care of that need when you're already struggling and that's just and it just sucks to say but it's like dang you know that you are forced to have to if you're born with a mental illness or you're born with some kind of disability, you're pretty much in last place because it's like you have to survive on the government assistance and you can't do better because if you do, if you start, you know, some people be like, well, just go to college and get you a degree. All right, you go to college and you get you a degree. But then in that same sense, how do you go to school and deal with a child or someone else with a disability? That needs therapy that you can't pay for at the time. You know what I mean? And then you have to make a decision on 
what's best for yourself or the child. And more than likely, more people are going to do what's best for the child and then put themselves in last place. Then you get put on the government assistance because you have a child with a disability or a mental health issue that may need some assistance that you can't even afford, you know? And then it's harder to get things implemented because you don't have a diagnosis on certain things. And then the older you get, it's harder for you to get those diagnoses. So if you have a child with a disability, intellectual disability, whatever it is, get the diagnosis early because the diagnosis are going to help you in the future if worst case scenario ever happens. I wish that my grandfather and them really got my, set my mom and my aunties and them up to get diagnoses on certain things instead of just kind of just sweeping it under the rug or, you know, doing just half of the work because then it makes it so much harder for us that are much, well, I mean, I managed to handle it, but let's just say if I wasn't equipped to handle it, you know, and I didn't have the the know-how because there are people out here that don't have the know-how to do so. And then it just makes it that much harder for you to help that person because you don't know yourself. And a lot of black families are in that type of situation. And it just sucks that you have to make those type of decisions on do you put yourself in a dire situation or do you to help this person or you got to let them go. And at that time, your hands are tied, you know, because it's either them or you. And more than likely, people are going to choose themselves over someone else. Does that make it right? I guess it does, depending on your situation, because who can say that you're wrong for doing what you feel is best for yourself? Because you have to look out for yourself over someone else. But it does make you sick to your stomach to let that happen, too. You understand where I'm coming from, Chris? It's definitely, uh, I'm, I, I get where you're coming from. And, and some, some instances, you know, it, it is, it's hard to say whether you're wrong or right about, you know, helping out somebody. But you also, you also, in his family, you, you got to at least try and attempt. Right, right. I mean, now, when you do try and attempt, I'm not saying, hey, you gotta, you know, you gotta keep going if that person ain't willing to accept that help. Right. And that's where that's where it gets, you know, where you feel bad. That, that's really where it starts to feel bad at because it's you done tried everything under the sun, and it's like every time you try, the person that you're trying to help is pretty much just pushing you away. Right. Like I think me and my mom fought so much. Really wasn't fighting. She was more cussing me out more than anything. I didn't even have to cuss her. I don't cuss my mom. I just be like, whatever. You know, she cussed me out. I mean, do you know, she cussed me out every day. <laughs> I got cussed out every day because I was doing something that she didn't want to. I was doing something that she didn't like. And it wasn't that I was trying to be mean about it. But at the time, like, mom, you can't do this. I got to say no on this because this right here is not good for you. This is not healthy for you. Or this is not. No, we can't go that route, you know. And she didn't like that, though. You know what I mean? She wants to do whatever she wants to do, and she wants to do it now because she feels like she's mom, so I got to abide by that. But at this point, because of your mental health, I got to I gotta step up, and I got to make the tough decisions. And sometimes 
it's not hard. That's not easy to do for some people. And I, I can understand that. You know, when I first moved my mom down here, I had to get mentally strong and prepared to make hard decisions that I knew that I didn't want to make. When I had to send my mama off to Oceans to, for uh, for her mental health, you know, the police officer was like, wow, you would be surprised on how hard it is for people, well, people's kids to make that decision or make that call. He said, because a lot of people couldn't do it or whatever. And like I told him, I said, I knew that I was going to have to make some tough decisions when it came to dealing with her because I want the best for her. So I got to be in her eyes. I got to be the bad guy, you know, but it's not about being the bad guy. Huh? Yeah, man, I got to yeah, I got to hit, I got to hit her with this tough love, man, because now she's in a better place. She's happy. You know, everything is going good. Thank God. You know, I kept my mind and my wits. <laughs> And whatever. I mean, not only that, but she also gets to, you know, live a little bit longer and spend time with her, you know, no. So, I mean, it's, it's very good. Right. You know, they got her eating healthy. You know, uh, she get an allowance, so she get to go to different places. They get to take her to different places and stuff like that. And she's, like, not too far from where I live. So, I can go get her, take her to different places and stuff like that. So, it just makes it much. Is Now, I feel like where she's at now, she can actually enjoy life. For what it's worth, you know, and she's getting the help that she needs, and I'm happy about it. You know, I do apologize about not uploading any episodes, but between the Christmas and New Year's work, then we had a freaking winter blood storm down here again. It wasn't as bad as it was was it last year. Hey, just watch it because you know we don't know. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, man. Because last year, <laughs> last year was crazy how bad it was in Texas, man. So we had a real bad one uh, last week, man. We were out of work for like, I was out of work four days because it was, the ice was so bad and the pipe, people's pipes were busting and stuff like that. But, Last year it was worse, but I I don't want to I'm gonna knock on wood because shoot was it last year that's that freeze happened in April was it April yeah, or March February February yeah. yeah so we still shoot February just started so man we don't know what to expect <laughs> well right right now the oh shit. Shorts is still a little too chilly for me, but you right. You got to pack both, yeah. Yeah, put you some shorts under your pants <laughs> and put you a short sleeve under your long sleeve shirt, or over your long, or put the short sleeve under your long sleeve shirt. That's how you gotta dress here in Texas, so you you prepare for both both uh, both weathers and seasons. <laughs> yeah, we gotta be ready. You know, we have all four in less than a matter of a day. That's all right. So man, so we got good news, man. Uh, 
my man Church, uh, Church, uh, Chris got the Instagram account back up. So we're gonna try to do yeah, a little. So this year, man, we're gonna try to do some live stuff. But we're gonna take some pictures and post it up on there. We got our shirts and stuff made. I forgot about the mask. I need to uh, ask um, about to get those masks made and whatever. So yeah, we're gonna try to you know do a little something like that. Uh, Trouble got his shirts made and he got our shirts. So um, um, you got the pictures. He's gonna post them on Instagram. So we're gonna try to get our Instagram pages a little bit liver than what we did last year. And whatever we got the TikTok account, I'm still trying to figure out how to navigate that, sir. So y'all just bear with me. I'm, I'm seasoned. Get dinosaur. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> say, get dinosaur a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I try to, but we definitely got the YouTube channel up. So I'll get on there. It's a quick short. It ain't nothing crazy on there. I just get on there. Hey, tell you about the episode. We drop it on there in the description so you can go on there. It is the Unpacking Podcast. So you can go on the YouTube channel, just subscribe, and that's really all you all really want you to do. Just go on there and subscribe. If you know somebody, send them the link or send them the video. Well, yeah, send them the YouTube link or wherever else you want to. Send it to people, man. Let's just try to get this off the ground. We definitely increased a lot more listens last year than I did the year prior. So this year, man, we want to double down on that and whatever. So we're going to focus a lot more harder on that um, and different things. I got a lot of different people that I interviewed last year that enjoyed it, that want to be, that want to continue doing it. So um, I'm going to have those same guests from last year, if not more on here. And we're just going to try to keep continuing. Um I need to give a shout out to Kamar. Y'all may not remember Kamar, but he was on our first season. But he uh, ran for school. What is it he did? Oh, ran for the uh, not school, school board. Yeah. School board, and he got it, man. So hey, we're congratulating him, and he's actually got some things he implementing at the school. And I filled out this paperwork, but I keep forgetting to take it to him. And he want more black men to be more involved and volunteer at the school so that way they can support black young black men growing up that don't have fathers in their life. So maybe us positive black men can go up there to the school and just kind of be a role model for those guys and those kids and whatever. Because I know how it is growing up in the school and whatever and your daddy wasn't involved and you you grow up to be a rockhead and there's a lot of kids that are rockheads right now and because they don't they lack that you know that leadership and they that fathership so you know i just want to say hey y'all give kamar good shout out um and we appreciate him and whatever i need to get him back on here too so man this year man i'm gonna try to you know i'm gonna really try to get with it and whatever i'm going to buy me a new mic i will actually buy me a mic so that way <clears throat> i could probably stop using my phone Cause I've been using my phone and whatever, thanks to the Anchor app, you know. So uh, that's basically it. Uh, we still got the Cash app, so if anybody want to donate, you know, we're still wanting to do something for the community. Um, we're gonna try to put something together this year. I think last year we donated to uh, daycares, and we donated to uh, the, the kids with autism. Uh, foundation 
and we did uh, March of Dimes. So I know March of Dimes is coming up because that's in March, right? Yes, it actually is coming up. Right. So that'll be what so, the yeah. first thing we do this year. So if you guys want to donate, we're going to start a, a donation pot for the March of Dons. If you guys want to donate, um, it is the Unpacking Podcast Cash App um, or Mr. Authentic 838. I'll put the link in the description. Man, we don't care what you donate. All the proceeds is going to go to the March of Dimes. So we're trying to go ahead and start that up now. And whatever I'll put that in the description um, so that way you guys can link up to it if you know someone that wants to start it or whatever man send it out to everybody you know and whatnot um, I'm trying to think is there anything else I'm missing oh Motown what is he changing now to young Motown gamings check him out on YouTube yeah, I think that is what it is. Yes, on YouTube. yeah I got him on the link in the description on the YouTube channel check him out that's Motown you get to hear Mr. D voice <laughs> we're also be putting that on, on the you know the Instagram page, and we're trying to revamp that and get some things, get some things right. jumping on there too for our people that we support, support us. So let's you know, right? Oh, and <laughs> last but not least, as always, ladies, if you're listening, you got a voice, and we would love to hear you. Come on, on with us. Right? You know what? We got voicemails, and I never really tapped into that, but. If you download the Anchor app or leave a, leave a, uh, and on the, um, what is it? The Apple podcast. If you go to the Apple podcast, leave a comment, you know, and then go to the Anchor app and leave a voicemail. Go to our, uh, go to our channel and go to our voicemails. Dude, we could play your voicemail on the YouTube channel. I mean, not the YouTube on here that too yeah we can do that or I can put it on a YouTube channel and like we can really if you guys have topics like man we would love to hear it and have a conversation about it you know and that would be something we would definitely like to do and enjoy that and whatever so that's something that now you guys can be a part of if you're interested you know so you can send us a voicemail I can listen to it, or we all can listen to it while we're doing the, a podcast. Now, please don't give us no craziness. <laughs> I mean, hey, look, look. I would tell you, crazy. yeah, we take crazy. Yeah, we gonna send it crazy back. <laughs> so if you send some crazy, don't be surprised if crazy comes. If you get crazy on our on the podcast, <laughs> we go. We don't care about crazy. <laughs> Not at all. No, we do with Yeah, you, we we try to be open and transparent and whatever. Like I said, man, we're just trying to do things a little bit. We're trying to reach out a little bit more this year. Um, I'm trying yeah, to think. Is there anything else? Other people time to make some topics. And oh, instead of us just coming up with something talking. Trouble. Trouble's got his shirts. I think he did. He get it. Uh, I think he got his stuff together too now. Uh, yeah, he got the shirts though. Well, he's still working on the the website. You know, get everything okay. ordered. Well, hey, sure. y'all look out for the shirts. Um, check the Instagram post. And a matter of fact, I'm gonna post them on YouTube today. Um, of the shirts, I got. I'm gonna have to do a video. I'm gonna post them on YouTube so you guys can see the shirts. I'm black first. Man, 
he's doing his thing. So, and Trouble's been on Definitely. here, and he's going to promote that. Um, he's going to, Chris is going to post them on the Instagram account. Oh, don't don't forget the Twitter. I'm going to post them on Twitter, too, today and whatever. So, y'all check us out, man. We're trying to do some things. We're trying to do some things or whatever. Trying to do it right. Trying to do it right and come back. You know, this, this, this year is all about making the podcast bigger and better. And, you know, just reaching out and getting the community started. So, right. That way, it's always something that can be talked about. Some, you know, a safe space for people to come through. Then, you know, let, let you know what you're talking about. Even if you just want to talk, look, this is a safe space on any other social media. Right, this is a safe place, a safe space. Like everything's an opinion, nothing's fact. So even if so, we even talk about um, vaccinations, stuff like that, dude. It's all opinions, nothing's fact. Like if. You know, we if you don't agree with something, that's cool. We're not gonna be upset and feel some type of way because you disagree. I we can agree and we understand that we can agree to disagree. That's cool and we move on. There's plenty of times we argue. We don't agree. Yeah. We argue too, so it's all good. It's all passionate talks. That's all we gotta have. I like that's passionate talks. But if you guys is there anything else you need, my man? Uh, we are good. Just make sure y'all reach out to some of these uh, social media accounts, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, definitely, definitely. Go like, subscribe, and follow, you know, on the Anchor app, uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Podcast, Spotify. Google Podcasts, you know, just, just get on there, reach out. Uh, don't be scared, you know, even if you don't like it. What you don't like. I mean, you know, I don't. If, even if you don't like it, still subscribe. <laughs> still subscribe. It's cool. I'm with it. <laughs> episode, there's many more. So you know what I mean. So, right. But man, if you guys like everything we got going on, and you guys like what we heard, I appreciate it. If you don't like what you heard and don't like anything we got going on, guess what? We appreciate you too. Anyways, this is the Unpacking Podcast, and today we've unpacked.